because you can handle the truth. The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back Main Street to Wall Street Cities and states Washington, D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long We need leaders who lead us Not stick us and bleed us Then ransom our future And our children's, that's wrong Liberty weeps Our forefathers spin in their graves Pray God will bless some way out of this mess We must take America back We are back. Second hour of the National Intel Report. I'm your host, John Stepmiller. And a little reminder here, folks. Uh, as I said, I'm going to have Al Whitney on with me Wednesday. And um, coming up tomorrow, make sure here we've been communicating uh, over the last couple of days, uh, Robert Steele will be with me tomorrow, and it looks like it's going to be 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I've never had the man on the air before. It's going to be rather interesting to hear what he has to say. So with me today, if it's Monday, it's Ron McDonald. And Ron has that question for you. Which question how's, is that? How's the pledge drive going? Well, <laughs> it being April, uh, not really great. Um, a lot of people are preparing to, I guess, reinforce sending their tax dollars over to the government so they can use it against them. Uh <laughs> You know, you would think that this would be one cabal that was easily busted up. But how do you do that if the Federal Reserve or the IRS are not even government institutions? Hmm. How does one do that, Ron? Do we, do we have to do a MOAB on the, on the Federal Reserve banks and uh, the IRS? Oh, no, 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 no. That would be That would be violence. And again, you can't fix violence with more violence. You can fix it by exposing the truth, which many people have done over the years. They've gone toe-to-toe with officials from the IRS. But to no avail. The Supreme Court can make rulings. doesn't matter. That is the surety payment for the debt that the Fed Reserve, private organization for profit, has created, along with the morons in Washington, D.C. So, your question, we need funds. And we need them now. If you want to make a donation today, I'm going to give you uh, I'm going to give you another little exercise here, and that is 
800-3, I'm sorry, 800-724-2719. Extension 3. Just hit that and you can make a donation. And Ken will really tax Ken here. The two-shift boy that he is today. Or go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org. There's a PayPal page there, folks. There's a donate button at the top because you can't handle the truth. Real news, real talk, real people. Yeah, it's all real. And so are your donations to this network. So make your voice heard by voting for a few bucks for this network. Hit the donate button right underneath that header. Take you to the PayPal page. Hell, we even take Diners Club. I don't take it here at the network. Our machine doesn't run it. It'll take Diners Club and all the highfalutin cards out there, you know, the platinum cards and cards with no limits. Make a good donation. That's all I can say, Ron. I I can only ask. I know how that is. And, you know, you're not unique in this situation. Uh, There are radio stations around the country. And uh, I hear them on the... Uh, in California, that are asking for donations, they're they're just surviving. If that, yeah. <laughs> so free speech is doesn't come freely anymore. No, it doesn't. And it's you know I I can handle the haters of truth out there. I can battle with those people. I I can battle governmental agencies. I can battle those people. But I can't battle not having any money in the account. I can't. I tried everything. Advertising, folks, if you believe the economy is doing good, well, hell, then we're on our way to recovery. Donald Trump is the saint, or he's the guy that's going to walk on water and restore our liberty, make America a great again kind of deal. Go ahead, Ron, say something. Oh, I'm just hoping that uh, phone was someone coming in and donating, basically. Uh, I don't, you know, concerning Donald Trump, I just don't know yet. I don't know what his overall uh, uh, play is. I mean, it, it looks like he's switching sides, but uh, the only way we're going to find out is just to sit tight and see what he what transpires over the next uh, year. I would say. Are you still there? Yeah. Okay. I had some nitwit that's calling every extension in this office. <laughs> she's looking for Deanna Spingola's whatever. And uh-huh. she's probably going to call you, Ken. So, you know, at any rate. <laughs> <laughs> Laura in Michigan. Hello, Laura. Hi, John. Milosevic, that's the name you always forget. Kosovo. Thank you. Yeah, Milosevic. Why do we do this every time? You get a leader of a country, he doesn't want to bank with the Rothschilds. Next thing you know, you're bombing his country. Yep. And demonizing him, and then bombing his country. You know, and then afterwards you find out, oh, he was really innocent. Well... It's time after time. How come many times we get, they're going to pull this on us? Well, and, and here's here's the thing. Here's the thing, Laura. I have said this, and I will repeat it. This is why I say, you know, we can talk about the BLM and them shooting people and fighting and jailing them and doing all that other stuff. 
we can go down a complete laundry list of absurd things that this government has done to its people, irrespective of the Constitution. They just ignore it, make up their statutory, their commerce, their crap, and lay it on us. I've watched the biggest ripoff ever committed in human history by the banks of Wall Street. And what do they do? They turn around and dump that in our laps. They put that debt on you and on me and saying we are liable. We didn't do it. Did were you, were you involved with this takedown? No. I wasn't either. But they, they'll call us a shareholder. I don't want to oh, yeah. share in this. I, I don't want to oh, okay. I, I don't want to hold them harmless any longer. And what I've said repeatedly the number one priority in this country, forget the frickin' wall, forget the frickin' jobs, forget everything else. The number one job should be bringing down the Federal Reserve Bank. End of story. Now, look, he doesn't he wants to reinstate Yellen. He's not even going to change her out. Well, that would be changing yep. out of that would be changing out a Jew for another Jew. Well, yeah, yeah, but still, the middleman in this. In this scenario, we could hope that we can a few more goys in instead of the Kenites. Well, it's, 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 you know? here's the problem. Here's the problem, Laura. Nothing is going to change. Nothing is really going to change with Donald Trump. Has anything really changed with Barack Obama? That anything really changed with George Bush Jr.? That anything really changed with Bill Clinton or Daddy Bush or any one of them? Nothing has changed. No. No. We and just get a new they, cast of characters and a new laundry list of crime. Yeah. Trump is never going to want to prove Bush Assad as innocent to the sarin gas. He owns it now. He he bombed the sovereign country. And now he owns it and he can't be proved wrong now. So we're never going to find out the truth about that. Well, the truth is, who the hell cares? He shouldn't have done it in the first place. He just should have stuck by his campaign promise to end this destructive regime changing in the Middle East. And he sidled right up to next to the CFR and the war generals from the Pentagon that want to see this stuff continue. I blame Donald Trump. I blame I Donald Trump. They're supposed to have a meeting in Geneva, and the U.S. isn't going to send anybody. He said they don't want it. They don't want to settle it. No diplomacy. No diplomacy here. They have no intention of having diplomacy with anyone. No, they do not. And I have a hard time. I love James Kelso. He tries to be so positive. I know. <laughs> I'm so tired of pretending. And I call his show and I try to say something positive. He doesn't really like it if you say something negative. Well, you know, hey, you know, hey, you know, here, here's the deal. I, I've, I've spoken to James about this. I said, James, looks like the Trump train has run off the tracks. If the, as long as he wants to continue to do the show and defend Donald Trump, there's going to come a day where there's going to be absolutely no defense for him. Right. I think he should go back to the American Freedom Party. I really do work that way. Well. The third party. Ah, uh, well, but, you, know, I, you know, and that's I not going to... One of the look, same thoughts was he kept saying, oh, he's going to get a chance to reinstate three or four Federal Reserve people. And he's not even going to change it, yelling out. So what the heck? Well, he's got no Cohen. He's, he's got Cohen, a big Democrat. Uh, he yeah. was with, uh, which bank was it? Um, was it Chase? Yeah. 
I think it was Chase. He's he's right there next to him. The people that eight years, nine years now, prior to this, was in on the takedown, was in the mortgage-backed security game, playing investment bankers. That's because Glass-Steagall was taken off the books. It wasn't a criminal uh, act anymore to get involved with investment banking, speculative stuff, and look where it got us. Over a quadrillion dollars in debt worldwide. That's exactly what the banks want. Everybody in debt. Right. So all they have to do is threaten Donald Trump is, well, economically, we'll pull the plug. Yeah, hey. And what do you think this this jack... I got to contain myself here. I am not... I am not a Trump guy anymore. I've got to tell folks, I am not a Donald Trump fan anymore. I saw when this train was heading for that trestle bridge at uh, five times over restricted speeds. And I used to work for the railroad. When you saw restricted speed, you paid attention. Their business was moving passengers and freight in large volume, and they would push it to the limits. But when you saw a speed limit on a railroad track, you paid attention. Not these people. They're running downhill, Mach 3 with their hair on fire at this trestle bridge. And we're going to go right off the right off the side. Looking back, I think we should have read the handwriting on the wall. One of remember Trump, one of his best friends with that Haas, who's the head of the CFR. I mean, there are so many clues now that you look back and you think, "Oh man, we were taken so bad." Did you did you see the you picture? Know? Did you see the picture I posted on RepublicBroadcasting.org? Donald Trump sitting no. in there with a room full of Jews. They're all marked. Mm-hmm. Go take go take a look yeah. at it. Yeah. And Jared Kushner, he's into Soros for millions of dollars. So Yeah, it's just one so big just one great big incestuous group, isn't it? Yeah. 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 All right. We, Laura, we need to start saying we need more Groy Luskenites. Well, uh, we need the Federal Reserve gone. I want to hear you repeat this, Laura. We I need the, the Federal, Federal Reserve, Reserve gone. gone. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Let's start right, yeah. there. Let's remove Let's remove the power base that they have been wielding against us. Start with the Federal Reserve. You have Carol in queue. Go ahead and put Carol Asher up. Hello, Carol. Hi. Hi, John. Hi, Ron. Hi. Uh, that, dis- that discussion you just had is hard to follow. But I could not I could not agree with you more, John. I have a fantasy of you being a caller on the Trump phenomenon one evening. You know, just call in and oh. give your little opinion. You know, I, I like James. You know, uh, yes, what's yes. his name from Canada? I like that guy as well. Oh, yeah, but, Paul is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Paul Fromm. But here's, <laughs> here's the problem. This is politics. This is Washington, D.C. This is the deep state. These are the moneyed interests. These are the bankers we're looking at. And they will, Donald Trump is going to do their bidding. It's a matter of life and death for all of us. Well, really. I, you know, and, and here, I, here I find myself aligning now with not a Democrat, but the Democrats wish to impeach this guy. But Carol, yeah. Carol, what are we, we going to have? I, I got a call today from a dear friend. And he says, look, I live in Indiana. Mike Pence would not have gotten reelected in Indiana. The people in Indiana hated him. 
Mm -hmm. He asked me the question. He says, why? Why did Donald Trump bring him on? I said, my only rationale for doing this was to placate Republicans. You know, the rhinos? To placate them. Oh, see, we we got a conservative Republican here. Nobody worry. It's like a repeat of, uh, what's his name, Ronald Reagan having to take Bush, I think. Well, um, yeah, but he would have had a better chance if he would have chosen somebody else. See, they weren't electing the vice president. And this was to satiate uh, the creatures in Washington, D.C. that didn't want to see an unbridled Donald Trump in there. They, they finally, toward the end of this process, Carol, they started to kind of concede, well, it looks like Hillary might lose and it looks like Donald Trump might win. The only thing this was for, Mike Pence, was to placate the rhinos, Republican name only, supposedly conservative Republicans, which they are nothing of the sort. It was to placate them. It wasn't to satisfy you or I that somehow mm-hmm. that we needed a we needed a conservative Republican in there just in case. And we're only one heartbeat away from uh, Mr. Pence, you know, in, in, that, in that Oval Office there. Well, and here's a scarier thought. If Donald Trump goes for whatever reason, Mr. Pence is the president of the United States, who would he pick as vice president? Oh, dear God, yeah. Wow. Hey, him, him, I don't know. For God's sakes, he might put Gerald Kushner in there, for all I know. <laughs> what, right. I see, what I see, Carol, looks like Kushner's running the whole damn White House now. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. You know, I've written, um, I've written um, Jamie Kelso and, and Paul a few few emails, and all I was saying was, don't be afraid to call a spade a spade. If Mr. Trump does wonderful things, let's applaud it. But if he does something like send off stupid missiles, why can't we call him on it? Why do we have to pussyfoot like nothing was wrong? Well, okay. So and, anyway, and, um, and that, John, Jay, um, look, that has been that has been my position. I, I've said this. Carol, you listen to I love show. hearing you talk. I love hearing your position on it because I agree a thousand percent. <laughs> yeah. And and I, I, many people that listen to this network share my position. You know, we're all mm-hmm. for Donald Trump. You know, mm-hmm. let's see what the guy's going to do. Let's see how true mm-hmm. he's going to stay to his word. You know, he. I heard him repeatedly say, I will not let you down. He already has. That's right. When, That's he, right. when he flips on six positions in one day, mm-hmm. what's the indicator yeah. That we have got a problem. That we don't uh, have. Indicate. We don't care. We don't have. We don't have a president in control of his own cabinet. No, and it indicates to me that he's either been threatened or he. Well, I, I don't even want to say he was a traitor. I, I just think perhaps he was told how the cows eat the cabbage, and this is the way it will be. And um, Trump thought, well, I better if I'm going to live, I better submit. I don't uh, know, Carol. Now I've said this before. Donald Trump could do his fireside chats just like Franklin Delano Roosevelt used to do when we didn't have television. The only thing we had is the tube radios out there. He would do his little fireside chats to push his propaganda on the people. Right. You know, to right. to, to illustrate and use the Hegelian Mac Daddy here. Of, well, we started the problem, and we're going to demonstrate the problem, and then we're going to come up with a solution to the problem that heretofore you never would have agreed with, but under these circumstances, you just might. But he was there as a propagandist pushing his message. Now, what I've said about Trump is that he can have a State of the Union message. He can do this as much as he wants. He can buy TV time, uh, have somebody donate it or whatever. 
but he could get up yeah. on television and talk directly to the people and say, look, this is what's going on in Washington. This is what I'm being threatened with, or I'm told that I need to do. Are you people with me? Or are you with them? Exactly. That, you know, Jamie Kelso was looking forward prior to the... Uh, in- Charles de Gaulle once said, actually, it's difficult to envision in this regard any other criterion, any other standard than gold. Yes, gold, which does not change in nature, which can be made into either bars, ingots, or coins, which has no nationality, and which is considered in all places and all times the immutable and judiciary value par excellence. So when the question is, why gold? It's simple, my friends. The answer to that question is simply, why not? Like it or not, precious metals will always be the world's reserve currency, even though nations do not define their currency by their worth and say gold. Individuals still buy gold and silver to protect themselves from inflation. The more money a nation's central bank pours into the economy, the less value its currency, the dollar it is, which means the price of everything else rises. $21 up for a bag of dog food. Seeing that the dollar's cheap, That's why the cost of everything goes up. It's because the buying power, the value of the dollar is tanked. It's worth nothing. And the gold that your family would have owned in 1907 will buy at least the same amount of goods, if not far more. William McPhee once stated, it's extraordinary how many emotional storms one may weather in safety if one is ballasted with ever so little gold. The truth about money, gold versus cash in a crisis, gold, a valuable thing to store, the power of gold in times of crisis. Historical sketch of paper currency. Oh, and beware the Ides of Rare Coin Dealers and Alan Greenspan's speech on gold and economic freedom. How interesting. I'm going to give you gold and silver in five easy lessons. Seeking out the most efficient and most secure route to owning gold and converting it into widely accepted currency is the next best thing to enjoying gold-backed currency, my friends. In a world of central bankers hell-bent on devaluing our savings, you need to own private gold standard. Contact me, Jeffrey Bennett at Kettle Moraine Limited, by calling our phone number at 602-799-8214. That's 602-799-8214. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. When we started out in school, that's what they said. Idea in school with I don't I, Carol. Uh, do you remember the Constitution being taught in your school? You know, I have to say, not much. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I even I even went to parochial school, and um, there wasn't much talk about it at all, except the three branches of the government. Oh, That's yes. about it that yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, John, would you believe I called for another reason, but just to close up on this um, uh, thing about Trump, 
um, I want to say uh, that Mr. Kelso was hoping prior to the inauguration, uh, Jamie Kelso would say, you know, it's going to be so wonderful. He said, Mr. Uh, Trump, President Trump can give us these little fireside chats you know, to, bring, to talk directly to the people. Uh-huh. So he had that idea. Uh-huh. It just hasn't happened. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, John, uh, may I change the subject, please, uh, sure. quickly? Um, the reason I called was that I just want to run this by you so you're aware. Um, I don't want it to be a complaint necessarily. But I've been trying to uh, sign up as a monthly donor for quite some time now, and I did put in my March 27. I have an email here. It's the 27th of March. I was successful in making a dollar a day um, one month thing. I thought I was going to sign up so that it would be recurring. Somehow it didn't work that way. And so I advised Julie... On the 27th there, I said, would you please do what, what's needed to make sure that this is recurring so that I don't have to, you know, keep putting it in every month. And so then I never heard from her on the 27th of March. So I sent on the 10th of April again a reminder notice to her and didn't hear anything. And then I sent which to Which email, wait a minute, which email are you sending it to? I'm sending it to uh, Gilbert at Republic. I will tell her to call you tomorrow. She's she's another okay. one that wasn't in today. And yeah, I, I was so surprised yeah. when one of your other uh, fill-in board op there told me that there was no secretary and there was no yeah. Michael. Yeah, and I <laughs> okay. had one person that started this avalanche of a bunch of pissed-off people, including myself, Carol. I tried to figure out, is this a holiday? <laughs> yeah, well, it's, <laughs> it's a banking holiday. The banks aren't open. But it oh, was East, it was Easter yesterday. Oh, is it true that there? Oh my goodness! See, well then there is. But the mail ran today. There was a yeah. mail delivery. Yeah, it's uh, okay. no. Today is an Ishtar day. That was yesterday. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, Carol. <laughs> okay. Thanks, John. I appreciate Bye. it. Thanks. By the way, and thank you, Joanne, for this. Uh, I mentioned the book uh, written by Melvin Stamper. Fruit from a Poisonous Tree. Well, folks, you can get this yourself. It's online. Stoptheglobalist.com slash fruits from a poisonous tree dot PDF. Dial that up. You can have your own copy of the book. Read it for yourself. Here's another guy that and and Ron, I yes. I particularly like this because it does my heart so much good that one of these bar-accredited uh, wranglers, I guess you could call them, once they recognize the system that they're in, they're absolutely aghast. They don't want to believe it, but they have to deal in facts, facts of the case. They're lawyers. What do they deal in? They don't deal in innuendo. They deal in fact. So it does my heart good when they do the research and uncover the facts, and they go, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm impressed. I already bought a copy the last uh, break. You, so I'm interested. You did? You could have gone yes, online I, and got it for free. I I really don't care. The guy, if he's putting out information, I understand. You know, we, we need to support him. You know, I, I have a, a point of view different than most, and I don't believe it's Donald Trump. That's the problem. It's the American people. The power is within us. Uh, and we're just asleep at the helm. We're not doing a darn thing. Well, wait a minute. Oh, come on. No, no, no. Okay, I'll, I'll debate this point with you for a okay. moment or two. Uh, wasn't it the American people that already knew of the problems we were having here? That yes. gravitated toward Donald Trump because he was mouthing the words that they were thinking 
And thanks to Steve Bannon, okay, he was the populist go-between. He was the uh, vox populized sucker-upper. Here's what these people are saying, Mr. Trump. This is Donald. This is what they're saying. He would include those in his fiery rhetorical speeches and let's jail, jail Hillary. And what about you biggest criminal? You know, Clinton Foundation. Has he ever mentioned even the Clinton Foundation once since he's been in office? I don't think so. So this is telling me and the rest of the world that one of the biggest criminals that tried to get into the White House that was Secretary of State, was a senator from New York, was damn near the President of the United States, one of the biggest nailable creeps and criminals that you'd ever want to (laughs) shake a stick at, that somehow he goes silent on it? And the question was posed during the Mike Rivera's program was, was he compromised? Was he on an island that Bill and the boys used to go to? I don't know. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website, going to republicbroadcasting.org. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the Internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee, it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted, it's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. 
state laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Minnesota. Hello, John. Are you there, John? Hello? There you are. Hi, it's Missouri. John in Missouri. Hey, the reason I called was only to say that when we elected Mr. Trump as president, we didn't have a lot of choices. Uh, No, we didn't. You know, and and Hillary, to me, was not a choice. I, I did what I thought was best when I voted for him, and although I'm not really thrilled with what he's done, I'm still going to stick with him. (laughs) Well, uh, okay, based on uh, what's the lesser of two evils, whether it be Mr. Trump or uh, the piano-like lesbian, no, I can see your your logic there. But what does it matter if we're on a slow roll to hell or a fast one? Well... It doesn't. <laughs> That's what. It, see, I, I, like any like any lawyer, like any lawyer, John. I already know the answer to that question before I ask it. I already knew how you were going to respond. <laughs> I understand, and, and I'm not thrilled with what's going on. Hey, I have a small farm in Missouri. I'm as self sufficient as possible. I recommend other people to do the same, and they're not going to fix anything until it's totally broken. Well, uh, this could be the wave of the future that we turn back to the agrarian ways, you know, what the communists always wanted us to do. Well, (laughs) just making my own statement is what I do and how I've looked at it. I'm as old as you. I've seen the whole deal, and I've decided to drop out as much as possible. I I, I wish we could do something about the problem, but I'm kind of at the belief that, that we can't. 
Well, okay, so let me do the obvious, and this is this may be a rhetorical question to you, or it might be one that you'd be willing to answer. Uh, your choice. Uh, we've tried the ballot box, and we've seen how that's worked out so far. Uh, we've tried the soapbox. Well, we can still use that for the time being until we go broke or we're not funded by people or the economy blows up or a nuclear weapon goes off over Austin. I don't know. Uh, we've tried the jury box, but we've seen how that's been rigged by the prosecutors. There, And as this judge in the uh, uh, Malheur case uh, just come out and said, basically, you know, you don't have any rights. Well, I know where you're going with this because I listen to you, and I know what the next box is. Yes. And I think about that during my day. But quite honestly, I don't know who I would use it against. Well, that's going to be the people that, uh, as as I said on the program last week, you know that the retirement uh, funds in this country are either bankrupted or they're severely in in jeopardy in other words underfunded so so in order to give um, peace to our peace officers uh, you tell them that hey we've taken a look at your uh, retirement funds and they were all screwed up but you're when you retire you're going to get your benefits and everything is going to be fine for you and your family mind you everything is going to be just fine but here's what you're going to have to do you know, there's going to be some things that are going to rock the foundations here of America. There might be looting and rioting in the streets. There might be martial law. But you've got to be on duty, and you've got to take the dictates, I'm sorry, the orders, coming from the non-elected chief of police or an authority, or maybe within the fusion here of the military and the police, maybe the military just pops up and they were in charge now. Well, whatever the case may be, I've said this and I will say this again. Those in uniform, and I don't care if they're a a beat cop in Chicago. I don't care if they're a deputy in Cincinnapolis, Ohio. I don't care if they're in the Marines, the Army, the Navy. I don't care. You have got to make up your mind if you want your constitutional republic restored, and are you going to turn, and will you fire on the people that are trying to get the rule of law, the correct and obvious rule of law, back in this country. Here's the answer to your question. Here's the answer to your question, John. Whoever shoots well, at you, you shoot back. I understand that, and that's, that's, all, that's a given. That's a given. If they come and try to take my stuff, no, they, that's they, already a given. No, they... Ron, can you please explain to this man that they've already taken his stuff? Well, well, yeah, but uh, you know there is they, an option. They let me use it. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that nice of him? Yeah, <laughs> it's like something you borrowed. <laughs> you, you, hey, I'm just kidding with you. No, 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 no. I no, I'm I'm using this to illustrate points to people, John. I'm not picking on you. Okay. All right. That's good. All right. That's good. Uh, I, I'm with you, John. I understand it completely. If it all hit the fan, you're welcome here. We're gonna. At least have a sandwich, we, you know, you know but... Uh, yeah, let, let, and, John, let me ask you the obvious question. You don't think they have a, a naughty and nice list and they've been checking it once and twice? Do, do, you, do, you, do, you, do you think... I understand this, sir. I'm on yeah. the list. I've been on the list since I was 20. Okay. I'm in my 60s. I'm already on the list. I don't care about the list. <clears throat> All I, I'm going to defend what I have 
until I can't anymore. Used to be your country. Now they've got you relegated to a piece of property that really ain't yours. But I understand your sentiments, John. I Mr. really do. Satmiller, the only thing the government gave to me is a draft notice. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, oh, and a tax bill. Oh, a tax bill. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, they yeah. gave me that. Thank you very much for your time, sir. Thank you, John. I appreciate your call. Bye. Uh, let me go to Rick in Arizona. Hello, Rick. Hi, Rick. Hey, John. Hey. You know, uh, I think you should bring back OCD because uh, he took calls. I can't listen to people who don't take calls. I listen to the RBN for the callers. It's, it, you know, it makes it fun. I can't listen to somebody who just yaps for whatever and doesn't take phone calls. Um, I think people that think Trump was blackmailed, I think they fall in that category. And, um, and, and, uh, okay. They can't admit that when they're wrong. Rick, Ricky, Rick, 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 wrong. Rick, 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 back up here a second. Who won't take the calls? There's a lot. Not a lot. There's a, there's a call. There's a show that I don't listen to anymore because they don't take calls. They ran off all the callers. And what show would that be? Oh, I'm not going to say anything. You don't want that done. You're the one that brought it up on my show. So you're going to lay this little Easter egg on my lap, and then you're going to leave me in mystery. You shouldn't have brought it up in the first place because inquiring minds want to know. I want to know. See, even Ron wants to know. <laughs> All right, I understand. I, Rick, I appreciate yeah. it. Anything else? Yeah, I'm just saying most of the people that still believe that Trump, you know, Trump is being blackmailed are the type of people that can't admit when they're wrong or cannot admit that they've been had. I mean, pretty obviously in the, in the front of the election when he had Kushner as his son-in-law that this is all going to happen. I mean, what did anybody expect? I, you know, it's, if you think about this in Donald Trump's world, in Gerald Kushner's world, they were real estate developers. They dealt with banks. They dealt with those Wall Street scumbags because it served a purpose and it was advantageous to them. So then you take the guy that was never in politics, and then you move him into politics. Who is he going to start to cleave with? Now, imagine how attractive Jared Kushner looks to Donald Trump, that he's a a hustler, he's a real estate guy, he knows the banks, and he knows how to do business. Donald Trump, when he got to Washington, D.C., he was looking around himself, and he goes, holy mackerel, what did I get myself into? So what are you going to immediately go to? You're going to go to those who pretty much are do the modus operandi that you do. You know, Trump wants to run the country like a business. Well, business likes cheap labor. Well, but here again, I think we've got a misplaced thing here with the uh, office of the presidency being the end all, the the kingdom, the the throne of all. This this should be relegated to the point where, you know, it wouldn't really matter that much except in maybe launching nuclear wars or declaring uh, martial law that uh, the federal government was inconsequential to the business of the day. Your life and my life, you out there in Arizona, me in Texas, anybody in Cincinnati, Ohio, I don't know, give it a name, give it a place. Well, we, Nobody died under Jimmy Carter. <laughs> you know, he wasn't. He, when you think about it, everybody had a war. You know, Johnson had a war. Nixon had a war. Yeah. Ford was part of Nixon, yeah. and you had Carter. There was no war, and, 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 and he had Reagan, and he had his he had his little war, and then uh, which was Grenada, um, and then you had the Bushes and the Clintons and another Bush. 
like I, like I like I said, 222 out of the 241 years that we have been around, we've been sticking our nose in the barrels of our guns in somebody's face around this world and offensive, which is really offensive to me, but an offensive military action, not defensive. None of these people attacked America. They will claim, the intelligence agencies, Rick, will claim that, oh, we stopped this, this terrorist action. How, do, how the hell do you know that? How do you know that? How do I know that? These people have lied us into every damn war in this century, actually the past century. They've lied us into the wars. People still, yeah. Rick, they still can't get it through their head that Vietnam and Korea were UN activities. We were right in there with our United Nations buddies. They still can't get that through their heads. No. Nope. And while we were over there fighting the dirty commies in Korea, you don't think we could have brought enough force that we could have killed the communists and restored Korea? Don't you think we could have done that in Vietnam? A little country of Vietnam with a bunch of, I almost said the word gooks. I was in the military during that time, and that's all that you ever heard was gook. But take a look at what we have done. Absolutely nothing. Claim to be anti-communist. Now, who, who was our best buddy and pal when we, when we had the most favored nation status for China? Into the UN. Oh, hey, we run up billions and billions and billions of dollars in deficits with these people. Them shipping their crap over here. But when we go to ship it over there, guess what? There's a big fat tax. Over and over and over again, we're getting screwed. You know, Ronald Reagan got a lot of credit for snapping the economy back. And it was Jimmy Carter who appointed Paul Volcker. Who, what he did was he stopped printing money and he made the banks go into the marketplace and get their own money. That's why you could make 15% on a deposit because of Jimmy Carter. Well, now, I'm, I'm, not a, big, I'm, not an, I'm not a big fan of making interest off of anything, but I understand your point. Hey, I've got yeah. stack callers here, Rick. I've got to go. All right, bring back OCD. Uh, OCD, at least he takes phone calls. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see. Fritz in the Ozarks. Hello, Fritz in the Ozarks. Good evening. Hi. I'm here. Are you there? I'm there. Are you here? I am, and I can hear you. Hey, uh, real quick on Trump. I called about the donations, but on Trump first. How many people do you know that have their house decorated like a Babylonian temple? Uh, I give up. Have you ever seen pictures of his apartment in New York? You know, uh, just a few when they were doing interviews with him or his wife. Everything's gold leaf and gold plated and you, all this. I mean, it's ridiculous. Do you know what he? Do you know what he hung in the Oval Office? Gold curtains. <laughs> he did. Yes, yes. Listen, I donated two weeks ago. I just got the. I just got my Discover card bill. So, um, but how many? Do you have any idea how many of your listeners are veterans? Uh, I would imagine a good percentage. I, I the well, a the good number- percentage of your listeners are cheap asses. Uh-oh. 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 I, listen. I mean, these guys, where that, that, are all these big tough guys who went to Vietnam and they went to Korea and they went to Panama and they went to Grenada and they served in Europe and all this stuff, and they're all getting pensions, and none of them are calling in to donate? 
Uh, Ron, um, uh, I, I know I that perked you up. I know that perked you up. Yeah. I, uh, huh? I don't I get mean, a really, where are, These people, these patriots are cheap asses. Well, let, let me put it to you this I... way. Let me put it to you this way. Whatever theater they were operating, whether it was Korea, World War II, if they're still around, God love them, or Vietnam, or Panama, or the Middle East, whatever, try sticking a uniform out in the field and then tell them, eh, you've got very limited ammunition. And if you operate in this theater long enough, you're going to run out of ammo. Same thing here on the war front. We have been at war with the liars and thieves out there for many years. So how much more of a battle can we wage where we're not being handed any ammunition? Fritz, are you a veteran? No, I'm from the other side. What side? My friends shot themselves in the foot so they wouldn't get drafted. <laughs> I, had, I, had a friend, I had a friend in jail who cut two toes off with an axe so he wouldn't go to Vietnam. And then I, 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 I know a, a man, and I was honored to know him, out of Chicago, named Stephen Bezich, B-E-Z-I-C-H. He was a conscientious objector who was sent to prison anyway. And after uh, Ford came in, and uh, he released all the conscient, all the Vietnam uh, resistors who were in prison uh, on a conditional basis, you know, where they had to report to the parole office every every month, even though they didn't do anything. Yeah. And this guy, Stephen Bezich stood his ground and said, I'm not leaving prison until I, I'm released unconditionally. And it was a national news story, and a couple months later, after everything settled down, then they quietly released him, and he wanted the, the, the officials to sign a document that said he was free and clear. They wouldn't sign anything, but he, he was released on a gentleman's agreement, if you, such a thing, and, um, and refused to be, uh, you know, he didn't want to be uh, supervised for something that he didn't do in the first place. Well, Fritz, uh, so that's the, that's the side I come from. Fritz, when Ron asked you that question, um, I wasn't quite the toe chopper. I wasn't going to dive over across the <laughs> northern border here to go to Canada. I didn't have any money. I would have loved to have gone to college, but I didn't have any money for college. So there ergo no college deferments. I had sat around at this point in time watching some 35,000, 40,000 Americans killed for uh, pretty much next to nothing, supposedly fighting the communist. And But I did what I figured that, look, I'm here, I'm going to fulfill an obligation, but I'm going to do it on my terms. So rather than getting drafted, which my draft number was very high, I would have been drafted. Tricky Dick was rolling in new hamburger to replace the old spoil hamburger that got run through the meat grinder over there. And I was definitely going to Vietnam. Well, having said that, I joined for an extra year, became regular Army to pick my duty station and my training. Didn't mean a damn thing to the Army. They wanted to send me to Vietnam. I told them, I said, send me to Fort Leavenworth. Screw you. So I... I, I went there, too. Yeah, so <laughs> at any rate... Anyway, I was just trying to use a little reverse psychology there to motivate people. Um... Well, hell, yeah, we'll I'm take money kid. off anybody. There are draft dodgers, choke toppers, uh, veterans. I'm a, Americans. Well, how about uh, coke, how about convicted coke dealers? That's well, that's what got me out of the war. Okay. Well, well, thank you for that, Fritz. I'm I'm glad you're sharing <laughs> so much with us today. Thanks, Fritz. Appreciate your call. <laughs> God, jeez, jeez. Uh, yeah. <sighs> 
Uh-huh. I did not expect that answer. Ah, boy. I, yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> Mike in in Colorado. Hello, Mike. <laughs> I called with the solution for your reoccurring uh, billing problem. Yeah. Hello? There's a company like PayPal that will do all of the work for you for a small percentage. And if a person at your organization can set up a PayPal account, they can set up a Patreon account. Uh, and you'll put a button on your website and Mike, it'll... Mike, Yes, sir. Mike, are you caught go in ahead. a time loop here? Because yeah. if you go to republicbroadcasting.org and you hit the donate button, that uh-huh. takes you to the PayPal page. Right. Yeah. So but what as is, far as a reoccurring billing, you had a gal that called and said she couldn't get it to reoccur all the time? Uh, you know, if... if if you hit the button that says donate, it, it's got two things. It says uh, single donations, dollar a day club. But you can you can set this up on any amount per month that you want to. Okay. Yeah. It, it's, so when they're having trouble with it, it's not that you don't have the system. No, it's not that we don't have the system. It is there. Oh, and and if any if anybody needs, and, it, and it, <laughs> it's got even a note on that donate page, Call in to donate, 1-800-724-2719, extension 3. You may speak with Julie at extension 1 during hours of 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Well, it's actually Monday through Thursday. We'll have to change that. But they can call, and she can walk them through it. All right. I was trying to grease the wheels. All right. Well, I... There's a smart fellow out there that set it up digitally automatic. So once you go to the Patreon account, and then you put in the amount, it just does it, and then it sends you the check, and... No, I was just. Well, it doesn't send a check per se. Well, digital, you know. Yeah, it, it, it's all, it's all, it's all. Far end through the zeros and ones. It's it's all an illusion. <laughs> but this, <laughs> all right, but this particular. Well, there you go. Then I don't need to waste any more. Oh time. well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Have a good day. All right, you too. Yeah, Ron. I guess all you and I need to do is, I guess, I need to move out to Northern California, and <laughs> we can sit around and kibitz about this, that, and the other, and go out and stare at the redwoods in your backyard, and just pretend like nothing's happening. Nothing is happening, John. Nothing. You need to wake up. Nothing's I'm, happening. I'm, 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 I'm aghast. Do, do you do you happen to know Fritz Neozark? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Rick in Florida. Hello, Rick. Yeah, I was just wondering why everybody always calls you to kiss your behind and never tells you what a mental moron you are. I mean, I, I really. Okay, wait a minute. Let's have a little bit of fun here. I know who Rick is. Station. I know, no, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I I pulled your pot down, so we didn't hear what you. Start with the insult that I was a moron. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I know. I have a very few seconds to say what I have to say because you only want your little, you know, your little Robert Raybolts and your Frank in North Carolinas and your your Bar- uh, Barbara or whatever. Get her name to your is point. Annabelle Start talking, or I will cut uh, you off. They're all going to kiss your behind. They're all going to kiss my behind for what? And you've been dodging me. You've been dodging me for 10 years at Ooh. least. So Ooh. free speech, Ooh. my friend, It's a bunch of crap. Are you Richard M999? Yes, I am. And I've got your uh, phone number, douchebag. And guess what I'm going to do tomorrow? Hang up on this clown. He's been trying to bait me into a war, threatening you should see... You should see some of these emails. If I picked up the phone and called the FBI, this asshat would be in chains tomorrow. 
Well, John, I learned a lot by that call in. <laughs> He's a nice fellow, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, what information did he really? Nothing. Uh, uh, okay, he's either he's either he doesn't have to worry about being chained by the feds, or local police, or threatening. You know, oh, he's he's made some pretty virulent threats against me, and I don't play that game back because I know what he is. What I don't know yeah. is where he gets a check from, or whether yeah. he's just a perennial deadhead that is, uh, I don't know, he's got an axe to grind. I've got another one of his buddies that came up as well. And I've just been putting them all over to uh, Outlook Mail uh, as uh, phishing scams. So yeah. mm-hmm. it, it, does, it doesn't bother me. I mean, it really doesn't I, anymore. I just look at them and go, okay, I know who that is. I know who that is. I don't open them up. I just move on. Smart move. Yeah, well, you know, you got your lovers and you got your haters and then you got people that are confused that don't know what they are, but they just know that they hate. Ooh. ADL, anybody? Southern Perversion Law? Fed Payroll? Take your pick. You know, it was, it was, fa- it was fascinating. After people realized, uh, after the white supremacist movement was actually, Ron, revealed for what it was, there was more feds in there operating it than there were just people out there that Wanted to join an organization. I remember. I remember one time. Was it Oregon? <laughs> uh, there were more feds seated in there, and they were all undercover, so they didn't know who each other were. <laughs> <laughs> and they're sitting there investigating each other. It's it's an absolute scream. Uh, any other callers there, Mike? Uh, Ken, who do I got? Carol in Idaho again. Twice in the same day. <laughs> John, yes. can you hear me? Yes. Oh, good. Listen, um, not the last jerk that called, but the prior caller that tried to help out with the uh, recurring payment, recurring donations. Yes. The reason I'm calling you back is because I want to thank him because I tried. I tried really hard to get that doggone thing to, when I clicked on dollar a, dollar a, excuse me, dollar a day, mm-hmm. I, it wouldn't take. It wouldn't take in the recurring sense, and so that's why I appealed to Julie and then Julie never quite got back with me. But anyway, at least either I'm dumb or it doesn't work, one or the other. Anyway, I wanted to thank that caller who, who tried to help there, okay? I, I can see this. What can I do? A dollar to $29 monthly. A dollar a day, that's 30 days a month. Patron support, 50 to $100 monthly. When I click on that donate button, Donate to Republic Broadcasting Network, $30, United States dollar. Add special instructions to the seller. Have a PayPal account. Log in or donate with a credit card. And it's got the field there, everything that you need to fill it in. I don't know what the problem is. I, honest to God, don't know what the problem is that people cannot make that work. I just did. Maybe I need to fill out the, uh, the field and see if it actually processes. Maybe that's the problem. We'll see. Ron, thank you. Yes. Appreciate it. Hey, you're welcome. When's your new book coming out? Uh, Shortly. Let's put it that way. Shortly. Thanks for being here, folks. See you tomorrow. Hey there. Are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop and lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop and lift? 
RESOP is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the EaseOff installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows too. Ease off LLC four one seven nine three two six four one nine. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth.